Somebody shout hallelujah. Beloved, we are welcome to episode 8 of BP. Season 2 of BP, we have been looking at personality traits and how it relates to authentic leadership. Before this episode, we have engaged extraversion, we have engaged agreeableness and having good conscience uh, as personality traits among the big five. In this particular episode, we engage a fourth trait called openness to experience. And if you recall, beloved, what we have addressed, we said that when individuals are high in agreeableness, extraversion, and have a good conscience, it will help them to be to have authenticity. They will be able to exhibit the attribute of authentic leaders. In this episode, beloved, we shall attempt to unpack what is eye openness to experience in relation to authentic leadership. A, a simple description of openness to experience indicates that persons' eye in this street are always original, they are creative, and they are analytical. The, this description means that such people are relationally transparent. You can see where they are going. The followers can see where they are going because they are original. There's zero tolerance for hypocrisy in them. They are not opaque and they are not invasive in their decisions. The originality from person's eye on openness to experience provide a platform for transparency. Nothing, they have nothing to hide in service to God and in service to man. Beloved, the literature also shows that individuals eye in openness to experience have emotional intelligence. They are very, very aware. They are emotionally responsive to their peers, to their superiors, and to their followers as well. They care genuinely. They are equally intellectually curious to ensure that they do not stop engaging in various godly thinking. They put on their thinking cap even when they are reading the Bible or they are reading any policies. This notion aligns with the saying of R.E.S. Truman, some of us will know him, this is the United States statesman, who says, not all readers are leaders, but all leaders are readers. I repeat, not all readers are leaders, but all leaders are readers. So if you're a leader, you don't engage in reading, and you don't engage in intellectual curiosity, you need to watch it. This quote is so true, as true leaders are highly self-aware of their decisions and actions to ensure that they do justice and fairness to the people following them. Beloved, we put it forward that openness to experience is positively related to authentic leadership. So our wisdom quote is coming from knowledge and competence. Knowledge and competence. And the first one is very popular. Hosea 4.6. If you read the MSD version, it says, My people are ruined. Because they don't know what's right or wrong. Because you are you, you have turned your back on knowledge, I've turned my back on, on you, priest. That shall not be a portion in the mighty name of Jesus. Because you refuse to recognize the revelation of God, I'm no longer recognizing your children. That shall not be a portion. That is what the word of the Lord is saying, Hosea forces. When we look at also reading the NIV version of Proverbs 24:14. Proverbs 24:14. It says, "Know also that wisdom is like honey for you. If you find it, there's a future hope for you, and your hope will not be cut off." 
So it is important for us to expand our knowledge. Beloved, you will agree with me that competent leaders are knowledgeable leaders. I repeat, competent leaders are knowledgeable leaders. They are voracious readers. Why? Because they have the knowledge and the intelligence required to accomplish their divine assignment. If you look at God's general and other church history, you will see that the people that have really spread the gospel that we all talk about today are knowledgeable leaders. They are patriots indeed. Knowledgeable leaders know what to do and when to do it. They have the knowledge required to move the organization or the church forward, even in the 21st century. When we look at what is written in Being Leaders, that's an example of a pastor that I want to echo here. In Being Leaders, an example of a retired pastor is shared. The retired pastor affirmed that his biggest problem in leading his flock was knowing what to do. This retired pastor knew how to preach and teach the Bible. But he came short on what to do when faced with situations that are not clear in terms of alignment to teaching and preaching. This weakness compromised the, the perception of his competence in the eyes of his, of his flock, before his ministers, before his workers. In fact, the entire pastor came short on the application of what he knows. And so, beloved, intelligent people are likely to be, to be more task-competent and emerge as leaders, so knowledge is important to leadership. Knowledge, wisdom is important. When we look at Maswell Leadership being, it, it, it talks about knowledge and competence as gift. And even the Bible echoes the same thing. People that are knowledgeable and are competent are, are people that, that, that people will see their, their gift in action. People will see their talent in action because the, the Lord Almighty will use the Holy Spirit to surface their competence. They can, they can get the job done. When we look at Daniel 4.8, Daniel 4.8 illustrates the fact that when a leader operates in the area of his or her gift or her strength, people will watch and listen. That is why it is, it is, it is sad and pathetic when you have the opportunity of placing people in their area of strength, but because of vindictiveness, you place them in their area of weakness. The organization suffer and the people suffer. We mustn't do that if we are leaders, but we have seen it in practice all the time. Competence is a key attribute of every leader. For example, followers will always ask questions of every leader in terms of knowledge. A question they can ask is, does this leader know where he or she is going? Is he visionary? Another question we have, we affect desire. Do I want to go where this leader is going, if they eventually know where he's going? Then the follower also will want to assess the ability of the leader to get them to the promised land. Can the leader get me there? A very good example will be the relationship between the children of Israel and Moses. And also the relationship between the children of Israel and Joshua as well. So every leader, such as Daniel, need to answer yes to this question to enjoy peace and not panic. To enjoy faith and not fear. And to enjoy commitment and not compromise so that it will be effective and authentic. So, 
quickly our BP for this episode, beloved. There are five. Number one is high openness to experience enriched authentic leadership. When we are open to experience, we learn, we acquire knowledge, we see through the knowledge that add value and delete the one that doesn't add value. So high openness to experience enriched authentic Christian leadership. Number two, high openness to experience cultivate intellectual curiosity that bring profitable knowledge to the service of God's people, either in the church or in any other secular organization. I openness to express cultivate intellectual curiosity that is profitable to everybody, that helps you to enrich the life of others that are around you. Emotional intelligence and transparency will foster confidence in leadership. When followers look at at, at, at you as a leader that is emotionally intelligent, it will increase their trust in your leadership. I openness to express build up knowledge and competence. We build up knowledge and competence. And finally, in the fifth one, knowledgeable and competent leader gets the job done as people watch their gift and talent in action. As people watch their gift and talent in action. They have character. They have charisma. They have commitment and they can communicate clearly. They are competent. They have courage and they have positive attitude that will move the organization forward. They get this because they know that they need to acquire knowledge, not for self-aggrandizement, not for self-interest, but to serve the people around them. Let us pray, beloved, because this openness to experience is important to us as we lead. Most high God, we thank you. Thank you, Mother Rock of Ages, for not holding us back. Thank you for opening our minds to ever-increasing knowledge of you. Lord Jesus, mighty God, we pray that our hope in you shall not be cut off in the mighty name of Jesus, we, we pray, O oh Lord, that you help us never to turn our back on knowledge acquisition. You help us, Lord, King of Glory, to open our mind to knowledge that will take the organization forward, that will help us to fulfill destiny in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, help us to be open to knowledge open to experience that will enrich our encounter with you and others in the mighty name of Jesus. Help us, mighty God, that our openness to experience will profit others that you have put in our circle of influence in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, this personality trait is so true. Mighty King of Glory, anything that will in house from learning, from Increasing wisdom, from increasing understanding in your service. Lord, take it away from us in the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus, most precious name, we are praying.
beloved if you enjoyed this episode please like up on our various media platforms and also join us at the Redeemed Christian Church of God Restoration House online or on site in Blue Forty, South Africa. We welcome comments from you. Please use all our platforms on Facebook as well as YouTube. Till we come to you in the next episode of Biblical Phonesis. May the Lord keep you safe and blessed. May He shower you with divine wisdom daily to succeed in the mighty name of Jesus. <laughs>